Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Madi Bolaños in San Francisco. Governor Gavin Newsom, in an exclusive interview with KQED, says he expects to collaborate with lawmakers this year on reforms to the state's environmental review law, which has been used repeatedly by opponents of development to block construction. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos reports. The California Environmental Quality Act, or CEQA, was signed into law by then-Governor Ronald Reagan in 1970. It aimed to ensure that the environmental impact of a project is taken into account. But critics say it's been abused by NIMBYs and others to delay or kill projects they just don't like, and that it's partly responsible for the state's housing crisis. It's perverse. It's The abuses are legendary. They're just absurd. Newsom recalled the sequel lawsuit in San Francisco that delayed the city's bike plan for years, a plan aimed at helping the environment by getting people out of their cars. He noted that he's already signed 19 bills tweaking CEQA since he became governor, including one last year that exempts transportation improvements, like that bike plan, from CEQA review. But there's more to come, Newsom says. CEQA has to be modernized. It has to be reformed. We've shown a pathway to do it for large stadiums. Where everybody comes on board, we've done it for small homeless projects. Now we need to broaden these reforms. The governor spoke with KQED the day after a deadline for cities and counties to submit their plans for increasing housing production. For years, those plans have been ignored. But now, Newsom's administration says local governments could lose power over development approval if they don't meet the aggressive required building goals. The governor says it's giving those local leaders political cover to approve controversial developments. I cannot tell you how many city managers, city leaders, including mayors, privately told us thank you when we threatened to intervene and sue because it forced their hand so they can blame the governor. They can blame the state for doing the job they know must be done. Newsom predicted a, quote, big year in terms of sequel reform. For the California Report, I'm Marisa Lagos in Sacramento. It's been a cold winter and an expensive one for Californians who have been hit with high energy bills due to an increase in the cost of natural gas. To offer some relief, the California Public Utilities Commission voted yesterday to issue payments of the California Climate Credit as soon as possible. The California Climate Credit is the consumer share of what the state brings in through its cap-and-trade program. Payments are automatically applied to residential customers' energy bills every spring and fall. Commission President Alice Bushing-Reynolds acknowledged that this is only a temporary solution. 
While the proposed decision and accelerated climate credit will provide immediate relief to customers, it's not intended to be a long-term solution and, in fact, is not a long-term solution to the trend that we're seeing around volatile natural gas prices. Customers don't need to take any action to receive the payments early. The Public Utilities Commission will convene a meeting of industry leaders next Tuesday to discuss further action. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. And now to a preview of our sister show, The California Report's weekly magazine. This week, LAS producer Emily Guerin introduces us to Guru Jugget, a Santa Monica-based yoga instructor. Guru Jugget was known for being confident and relatable. She modernized the esoteric practice of kundalini yoga. But in 2020, her followers started noticing a shift in her beliefs. This is what people loved about Guru Jugget. She dressed and acted like a deeply spiritual yogi, but she also talked about sex, swore, and ordered smoothies on Uber Eats. She's so funny. She could light up an entire room without even saying anything. She was just like really being herself, and she's kind of like noble. She's actually kind of like kundalini royalty. Her ability to relate to people, to modernize the esoteric practice of kundalini yoga, that's what got her a book deal a fashion line, celebrity clients like Alicia Keys and Kate Hudson, and tens of thousands of Instagram followers. Until 2020. She was talking about like an alien agenda, and this is engineered by the government. There's a reason they need to keep us at home. You need to be looking at that. Within a matter of months, the girl boss darling of LA's yoga and wellness scene had started questioning vaccines holding in-person classes in defiance of lockdown orders, and wondering out loud whether the virus had something to do with alien invasions and secret space programs. This is from her podcast, Reality Riffing, in mid-2021. What is your opinion in terms of the rips in time space that have opened unnatural portals from the Nazi agreements with extraterrestrials? I mean, I think this is very important for what's happening right now, even with 
COVID. She wasn't the only yoga teacher plummeting down the wormhole during the pandemic. And I'm not the only journalist to notice this phenomenon. There's been a lot of reporting about radicalization in the wellness industry. So much so that there's even a term for it, the wellness to QAnon pipeline. But why? I mean, what is it about wellness culture that seems to slide so naturally into the deep, dark world of conspiracy theories? You can hear more about Guru Jagat's journey to radicalization on this week's Half Hour magazine from the California Report. Tune in on your public radio station or download the California Report magazine podcast. And that's the California Report for Friday, February 3rd. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer, Brendan Willard, Jim Bennett, and Seal Muller. Our producers are Amanda Stupai and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our interim director of news is Erica Kelly. Our vice president of news is Ethan Toven Lindsay. And our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm your host, Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Paint Care. Now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now's the time to donate blood and make a difference. Stanfordbloodcenter.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hi there, I'm Randa Dirfetah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.